Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It is so good to be with you today as we continue in the book of Proverbs. Today we, we start in Proverbs chapter 10, verse number 30. Very interesting verse where we read, The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not dwell in the land. Again, we're looking at the contrast between the righteous and the wicked. So he speaks of the righteous. They will live forever. That is the eternal purpose and plan that God has for the righteous. They will never be removed. God is always working for the righteous with his eternal purposes and plan and in his mind and his heart for those who walk with him. In Romans chapter 8, speaking about us never being removed, those who live for God, he says in verse 35, he says, Who should separate us from the love of Christ? Great question. And then he answers this question. He says, Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or perils or sword? Certainly, as believers over the period of time of history, Christian church and his individuals have gone through all those. And so Paul is asking us, is that going to separate us from the love of Christ? And as he goes on, he says, that is written, for they say, for, for thy sake, we're all killed all the day long. We were all counted as sheep before the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. How can we be more in conquerors? When it talks about us as believers, over, again, over the period of time, and believers in other part, parts of the world, where they're facing imprisonments, when they're facing death, uh, you know, that they could come and get them at any time and put them to death. Well, certainly it's the hope of eternity, the hope that God we have, the, the, the hope that we have in Christ Jesus, where he says, what's going to separate us? Nothing's going to separate us. He goes, as he says, nay, and all these things, all these difficult situations, he says that we're more than conquerors through him that loved us. I don't know what you're going through today, but let me tell you from what God's word is telling us is our victory is found in him. If you're going through trials or a time of discouragement, remember the truth of God of his word, that God is for us. And if God is for us, then truly who can be against us? He goes on, Paul does, and he says, for I'm persuaded. Otherwise, he's 100% convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, or things to come, or always things in our future, nor height, nor depth, nor any creature shall be able to, able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so we see that Paul is really, he covers all the bases. He starts off by saying that death, death itself cannot separate us from God's love. And I love it as he goes through the, the trials and tribulations of life. He says that we, we even as Proverbs ten thirty says, the righteous shall never be removed. The reason why it is, is because it's the love of God. He says the love of God is wrapped up in the person of Jesus Christ. And, and he says that God, if God was able to send his only son, his only begotten son, to die for us, demonstrating the love of God, then we certainly should know 
that his love for us, no matter what was, we might be going through, that he will take care of us no matter what. In the little epistles, Peter's second uh, little epistle that he wrote, in chapter 1, verse 10, he says, Wherefore the rather, brethren, he says, Give diligence to make your calling election sure. For if you do these things, notice what he says, you should never fall. Again, in Proverbs says we should never be removed. And Peter says we should never fall. But there's a key ingredient that we need to do. Even as we spoke about the last time we were together, where we need to seek ye first the kingdom of God. And Peter says that we need to give all diligence. I always make a real effort to follow the Lord. And Peter goes on, for such an entrance shall be ministered shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So Peter was also talking about there is a life after death. There is things waiting for us. In the book of Revelation, chapter 5, as as John writes this, in in that beautiful song that's being sung by the church, in verse 9, where it says, And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and open the seal for the, thereof, for thou wast slain, and hast redeemed us to God by the blood of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. And he made us a, uh, our God's kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And so this beautiful picture that he talks about our future. But also as he goes on, he speaks about the Lamb and the ministry of Jesus Christ as he says unto the Lamb forever and ever. Otherwise, we're going to be singing his praises, dwelling with him forever and ever. So all the way back in the book of Solomon, I mean the book of Solomon, Solomon wrote it in Proverbs chapter 10 verse 30. It speaks about how the righteous shall never be removed. And so that's a truth that we see throughout the Bible. But he says, but. The wicked shall not dwell in the land. So sad. So sad to see the future of the wicked. It's unfortunate, but it's a choice that people make. And the second epistle uh, of Peter where he talks about the the future of our world. You would think that people on CNN or Fox News or whatever would be looking at Peter all the time with the and with the advances that are unfolding in the world, realizing our, the day of the Lord is about upon us. Where, where he goes on, we talks about it in chapter 3, about there be scoffers in the last days, uh, you know, asking where's the coming of the Lord, and be making fun of what the, what's the future might be holding, holding for Christians. But Peter reassures us, where he says, For this they willy are ignorant, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out, out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished, speaking of the flood. But the heaven and the earth which are now, otherwise the world that we're living in now, by the same word are kept and stored. What are they kept? this world kept in store for? It says, reserved on fire against the day of judgment and perdition of the ungodly man. Here in our verse, it tells us that, but the wicked shall never dwell in the land. And then Peter tells us that this world that we live in should, should be burnt up in fire. It will be destroyed. 
He says, but the day of the Lord comes in the thief in the night in which the heavens shall pass away and the great noise and elements shall make, uh, melt with fervent heat and the earth and the works therein shall be burnt. You know, that that's the truth, that there is a day where, where this world is going to disappear. This earth that we understand and we hold so fast to onto will disappear. But as the Bible goes on, where he says, nevertheless, he says, we have a, a, according to this promise, we look for a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth what? Righteousness. Wherefore, my beloved, seeing that you look for such a things, it, it, again, here we see it repeated, that what we should be doing. As we look for such a things, he says, be diligent that you may be found in him in peace without spot and blameless. You know, as we look at these verses, my heart is saddened about the wicked and the fact that their future is not very bright. But even in our passage, as we're looking in Peter, where it speaks of God, that he's, it says that he's not willing that any man should perish, that any should perish. It's not in his heart. But he goes on, he says that all should come to repentance. It's my prayer today, if you're listening to this, and if you're not walking with the Lord, that you would simply repent, that you would simply turn around and say, Lord, I need you. Lord, this world is going down. And it's, there seemed to be no answer. And then you would simply pray and ask God for forgiveness. And that you might receive him as Lord and Savior. And as you ask him for that forgiveness, he will forgive you. And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you so much for taking part in today's daily devotion. We would love to hear from you. You can contact us at Terry Reynolds at agapechapeloc.org. That's our email. Or else you can mail us at Agape Chapel OC, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.